Praise the Lord. Amen. You may be seated this morning in the presence of the Lord. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the Psalms 51. Psalms 51. Psalms 51. Here in, in the psalmist, just to give you some background, here, here David is writing, amen, on something that took place in his life. And just to give you some background about why he's writing this is we need to look at what took place in his life. We talked about last week on uh, I'm okay with it. We talked about how, how God wants to use your gifts that's inside you, how God wants to use who you are and allow you to become what he wants you to be. Amen. That preacher, that home director, that leader, that, that gift, that whatever that gifts in you, is it to sing, to worship, amen, to, to do anything, is to do, maybe you have a talent that's inside you and God wants to use it and create it to bless other people and that we don't sit on it. And, and here was David. David had a talent in him and God used that talent and God used him to become a great man and a great king. Now, he got to that place of kingship. You got to understand, he got to that place of kingship. And see, this is the problem that a lot of people do in life. When you get to that place, you slow down. When you get to that place you want to be, sometimes we begin to lack and doing more than we need to. And so we get stagnated. And if you know anything about water, when water stands still, it begins to create a stench. It begins to create mildew. And it begins to get a, 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 all these, these, uh, those sancudos. In English, they're called, um, sancudos. The ones that poke you. It's mosquitoes, thank you. Yeah, mosquitoes. All the Mexican came out of me. And, and, and all, and all they do is, is they start sucking the life out of you. And now you find yourself, amen, in a position, in a place that you know God, and you're stinking. You're smelling. Is a stench. You're stuck. You're stagnated. And st- your life is being sucked out of you. And you feel drained. Now, here's David. And David, ha- this happened to David. Here's a king. If it happened to a king, how many know we will get hit like this too? See, but this is what made things different between a lot of us. Is what are you doing through the times that you feel that God's not moving in your life? Or what do you do when you're at the place where... <clears throat> You're, you're, you're arrived in a place where you're doing good, everything's doing great, but then you don't excel no more. See, here's David. <clears throat> David got to that place of kingship. And when he should have been at war, he stayed home in his house. When he should have been fighting, when he should have been at church, he stayed home. Hello. When he should have been doing the things of God, he was with the wrong people at the wrong time. You don't hear me, though. I know none of you guys. You guys seem perfect. You guys have done nothing wrong. And so here's the picture I want you to see. David should have been at war, but he wasn't at war. So he stays home. And while he's staying home, he begins to look over the edge. And while he's looking over the edge, he sees a girl that his eye catches. All of a sudden, he, he sees her there, and he sees her what she's dressed, and he sees her undressed. Hello, somebody. He starts seeing everything that's going on and, and his eyes started appealing to him and he starts, he, all these things start happening within him. All things start awakening, the old sin starts awakening within you. The old creature, you know I'm talking about women. All that stuff begins to happen. All these things begin to wake up in him. And all of a sudden, uh, he goes and commits adultery. And then he commits murder. All because 
So he stayed at home when he should have been at war. All because he slowed down when he should have speed up. All because he thought he didn't have to do nothing no more. All because he thought he arrived. <laughs> and what happens, you begin to misjudge things. You begin to misuse things. You begin to do things out of character. And by the time you know it, you're twisted. Nathan, the prophet, comes to him and tells him, David, there's this guy, man. He, he has 99 sheep and he takes one from somebody else. And he starts telling him all this stuff. And he says, what should we do? He goes, we should kill him. He looks at him and he goes, well, you are that man. You took another man's woman. And he just, he falls in his face, guys. He falls and he begins to repent. Now you have to understand what I'm going to tell you right now. Here's a man who experienced salvation in the Old Testament. Yet not Jesus was crucified. But the Bible says that he was a man after God's own heart. He knew he had violated. He knew he did something wrong. And he was mad enough to face up to it. Mm. Thank you. He was mad enough to say, I need to fix this. I need to get this right. I can't continue being a position. I can't continue being a king. I can't continue reigning unless I fix the very thing that I messed up. And he falls on his face, church. He falls on his face and he cries out to God. Now, I want you to hear his heart here. This is his heart. In Psalms 51, verse 1. Here's his words that are coming from him. He says, have mercy on me, O God. According to your unfailing love, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquities and cleanse me from my sin. Father, thank you this morning for the words, Father God, that you're about to preach, God. I pray you would just touch us and give us an understanding, oh God. I pray that your anointing will move in power, Father God, and cause us to go forward like never before, God, that we would see our ways and repent and go forward, Father God. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, amen. amen. I, I want to take a minute to look at that before we get into a lot of things that take place here. Here he, he says the first words David says. He says, have mercy on me. He doesn't try to say, I didn't do it. He didn't try to cover it up. He didn't try to manipulate nothing. He said, have mercy on me because I did it. I did wrong. He opens up his heart. See, I believe the number one thing to being restored is opening up yourselves. Being open allows things to go out and things to come in. But when we don't open up ourselves, nothing can come out and nothing can come in. So David says, man, I, I know what it is, amen, to be neglected. I know what it is to, to be uh, forgotten. I know all this junk. I know what it is to, to be a crazy man. I know what it is, amen, to have everything, to have nothing. He goes, I know this. So he gets down. He says, man, God, take from me all this junk because I don't want to fall back and having nothing and being a wild man again. He was a wild man with the Philistines. He said, I don't want to be that no more. So he says, have mercy on me, oh God. He says this, according to your unfailing love. See, he hits it where it's at, God, you're a God who loves. You're a God that cares. 
You're a God that has mercy and grace, and, and you are a God that, that's going to look past all this. Not, not that you're going to pass it, that you, you, you don't care, but that you're going to pass it and say, you know what, I see the better you, the greater you. I see the finished product. I know you are, you're greater than this, greater than that. I know something took place. And so, so he's, 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 he's going and crying out to God. And he's saying, God, he says, he says, God, he says, look at carefully, God. Have mercy, my God. Mercy. Did anybody ever need mercy here? Amen. Who didn't need mercy so I can preach judgment on you? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I need a mercy. Not mercy, amen, from La Puente. Mercy, amen, Jesus' mercy. Octavio already has mercy. Amen. But all of us need your mercy. Anybody know what I'm talking about? He goes on, he says these words. He says, according to your unfailing love. See, God's love doesn't fail, guys. See, his love is also rough. His love is, if people think, oh, pobrecito, oh, you know what, it's okay, and it's going to be okay. Come here real quick, Bishop. You know, you know, God's not going to be like, oh, it's going to be okay, mijo. No, sometimes God's loving like this. What are you doing? <laughs> hey, <laughs> what are you, what's wrong with you? Hey, his unfailing love, and like, well, come on, get it together. Some things will get you in the Holy Ghost headlock. What are you doing? Choke you out. His love, amen. His love is trying to get your attention. Sometimes you're, you're, he asks God, give me a break. And he says, what else you want me to break? Hello. <laughs> See, God's love, sometimes the unfailing love is he's concerned about us. He's not concerned about our feelings. No, you don't hear me. All, we're concerned about each other's feelings when everybody's feelings, when everybody's going to hell. Oh, man. Oh, look at me, bro. Let me talk to you, bro. Come here. You want me to care about your feelings or care about your soul? Because your feelings, yeah, you better say so. Hello. If not, I do your feelings and I can mess up your soul. Because your feelings are not going to go to heaven. Your soul is going to go to heaven. But don't hurt me. Come on, don't hurt me. That hurt, Pastor. What about your soul? Sometimes we're so emotionally detached. Every little thing is, oh my God, he don't like me. He don't love me. He don't care. No. The Bible says if he don't rebuke you, he don't care for you. Yeah. Amen. Some of us, we want to, we, we want to, we want to, you know, it's okay, mijo, it's okay. That's why, let me tell you something. My mom was like that. Believe me, she was crazy too, but she was like this too. When I started stealing and started selling dope and doing all that when I was a young kid, you know what she did to me? Like she didn't see nothing. Oh, mijo. Not my son. Not my mijo. And half of you guys know what I'm talking about. Have you learned? Not my mijo. No, she's, no, she's a saint. No, no. Hallelujah. And then when you guys got busted, oh, it's, no, not my son. My son's not a gang member. Oh, what's up, bro? You guys with me so far? So we need his unfailing love that he don't care about our feelings, our emotions, but his straight gets us to where we should be. 
See, David knew that. David said, Lord, you're unfailing love, man. I need your unfailing love. Don't, 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 love, don't leave me now, love. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. Don't, don't leave me now. Now, now look, look at what I love what it says here. He says, it goes, it goes, according to your great compassion. See, God's a compassionate God. Now, it's not compassion for us to continue us sinning, but a compassion for us to get things together. When the Bible says that he covers, he covers a multitude of sins, it means he covers up our sins. He says he covers up our embarrassing moments. Has anybody ever done anything embarrassing here? It goes on, and I need to go to this right here. This, this is for the sake of time. It says this. He goes, according to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. See, there's a difference between transgressions and iniquities. Now, look, I'm going to do it real quick. It says, wash away all my iniquities and cleanse me from my sin. See, a transgression is an outward sin. It's what we, we do. Amen. We sin outwardly against God. Now, transgression and iniquity, they're both sins. But the difference is iniquity is an inherited sin. If we continue, that's when we carry down to curses to next generation. When you don't get your act together and you're still doing the same thing, it falls to the next kid. The next kid, Bible says, where's my phone at? I don't know. Got my phone right there. Yeah, my phone, sweetheart. I have it in my phone. So I got to write it in a piece of paper. But it goes on and says that it carries to the next generation to the next generation. Listen carefully, church. Listen to this. It says these words, very simple right here. In uh, uh, Exodus chapter 34, verse 7. Keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquities and transgressions and sin. But who will be my means clear and guilty? Visiting the iniquities of the fathers and the children's and the children's children to the third and fourth generation. You see, the transgression is an outward sin when we just blot out just sin against God. Had anybody ever just, you know what, I don't care, I'm going to do it anyways. You go and you go do something crazy and you just go out there. But the, the, the iniquity is that thing that you keep on doing. You don't know why. There's that beast inside you that keeps on. Rawr. You inherited something from your forefathers. That's why you say something like, oh, she looks just like her mother, just like her father. She got that gene of the red hair or the, or, or the freckles or, or got the same dimples or they got the widow peak. Hello, somebody. The traits that relate you to your parents. That's why you, you go, you sound just like your mom. Nobody ever said that. You sound just like your father. I said I didn't want to be like my mom and dad. Pretty soon, years, I started getting older and I started sounding like her. AJ, get out here! And that's how my mom said when she would call me down the street. Get out here! I'm like, oh, Jesus. I didn't know it was my mom or dad. I didn't know who was yelling at me. But I inherited a lot of junk. And here's David. David inherited some stuff because you got to understand David. You got to understand David. See, David does the same thing his father does. But they don't talk about that. I want you to see, I want to show you something really quick here. He says, wash away all my iniquities and cleanse me from my sin. Straight out. He says, I, 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 need, I, I, need to, I need to stop my sin. Some say sin. sin. You know what sin is? Self-inflicted nonsense. S-I-N, self-inflicted nonsense. We self-inflict ourselves. We blame everybody else, but we never blame ourselves. Self-inflicted nonsense. That's what sin is. 
Somebody say self-inflicted self. nonsense. nonsense. Behave, stop doing all this nonsense. Come on, give the Lord a good clap offering, amen? <laughs> you look at verse 3, says, For I know my transgressions and my sins is always before me, man. See, he knows what he did. He knows that he should have been at war. He knows he shouldn't have been looking where he was looking. He knows he shouldn't have been what he was doing. He knows he shouldn't have killed that guy. He knows. And how many know you know? You know. You know it's wrong, but for some reason, you keep on getting pulled. You know you have no business with that 40, but you got that 40. You know you have no business out there partying with those friends, but you're there with them. You, you, someone say, I know. I know how. There you go. I know how. Look at verse 4. Against you, you have, and only you have I sinned. Ooh. And done what is evil in your sight. Here he is. He's, 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 he's coming out to get restored, guys. David is a place to get restored. He's crying out before Nathan. He's crying out before God because he says, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't want judgment on my life. I don't want to miss it. I want to get refreshed. I want my fire back. I want my joy back. I want my passion back. I want my hunger back. I want my desire back. I, I, I want it back. Because and, 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 well, he knows what it is to lose it. He knows what it is to lose it. He knows what he's seen other kings get stuff getting stripped away from them. He's the second king of Israel. He knows what it is for a king to lose everything. Haven't you seen other people lose things? You don't want to end up losing things like others that you've seen. So you have to be conscious. God will always show you what not to be and what to be. And so here he is and he's saying these things. I said evil in your sight. He knew that he cannot hide from God. We can't hide from God, church. We cannot hide. How much we try to? That's why we're weird people. We're going in the closet, try to smoke something in the closet. Why is it always a restroom? We want to do stuff in the restroom. Why is the restroom always a place to do stuff? I don't get it. <laughs> and so we do all these things secretly, or, or we're doing, we won't do it at home. We'll do it somewhere else. Or and, and we think we're getting away with it. And David says, oh, man, I, can't, I only sin against you, God. And you know what? I can't hide this. I, I can't. You, you see how his, his openness, he's being open. His openness is helping him to get restored. His, ho- his openness is getting him back that fresh fire. That openness is going is to incline God's ears. Says, this guy is serious. See, there's people repent, but people don't have no evidence of repentance. Oh, you don't hear me. I've seen people come and repent, 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 years to years, then leave back and go the same. See, there needs to be evidence of repentance. Where you ask God to forgive you, and when you leave, there's a turnaround. There's no, come on, somebody, amen. There needs to be some evidence of repentance. True repentance needs to have some evidence. If you're going to get busted for a crime, there needs to be evidence against you. We need to show evidence of true repentance. Where's your evidence in true repentance? Here he begins to open himself up. Now he's opened himself up. And he's pouring everything out. 
Look at verse 7. He says, he says, cleanse me from this What's a European mint? It's a mint that we use for cleaning and cleansing and, and sanctification. So cleanse me with the mint and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. He knew that God had the ability to cleanse him. He knew he can get rid of all the junk out of him. He knew it. And he said, I need to open up to get it out. Everybody with me so far? Open up. When we don't open up, we, we, we stay, we have that all inside of us. And we grow with it. And we get, we're saved. And we're, we're saved, but we have all these issues. We have all this junk that we don't get out of us. And then later on, it becomes our downfall. I tell you, what you, if we don't, what you don't destroy now will destroy you later. What you don't fix now will mess you up later. Here's David. Here's the king. This, I'm not, here's, here's a king with issues, all this stuff. And he's saying, I need to be cleansed. <laughs> Anybody need a cleansing here? Okay. If you don't, praise the Lord. But for those that do, I'm with you guys. Amen. I'm not talking about a coding cleansing. I'm talking about a spiritual cleansing. I'm not talking about a liver cleansing. Or let's do, let's do a 10-day, 7-liquid fast. No, no. Talk about this. Let's do a 7-day spiritual fast. Hello, somebody. Let, let, let's get your spirit cleansed. Amen. Where when you open your eyes, you're like, whoa, man. You, you, can, you can see through stuff. Sometimes, man, I, I look, I say, I, see, I, I can see everything. I say, oh, God, I want to see all that. My God, help me, Lord. Says when I come to church, I want to walk in with my eyes closed. <laughs> look at verse 8, church. I love what it says in verse 8. It says, let my ear, let, let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones you have crushed <laughs> rejoice. Hide your face from my sin and blot out all my iniquity, man. See, he, 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 this is sincerity of being restored, guys, of being things fixed. A lot of times we, we, don't, we, we don't like to admit to nothing no more. We live in a generation where we try to pass the buck. Pass the buck. Well, it's not my fault, it's her fault. If she didn't do it to me, I wouldn't have did this. If he didn't say that, I wouldn't have did that. See, if if if... if I tell people, I tell people, people tell me the time they want to do something for God. And I tell them, okay, well, learn to behave first. Just, just learn to behave first. <laughs> mm. Look at verse 10. We're going to get into this right here. This is, this is what I wanted to get into right here for a minute. In verse 10, it says, create in me a pure Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. He, he straight out says, I need my heart to get clean because my heart picked up some junk. Come on, somebody. My heart picked up some junk. The, the, heart, the heart is the innermost being. He knew in the inside of his chamber, the inside of his life, there was something wrong with his heart. I don't know about you, but I, I, I've had a spiritual heart attack before. Where I was going, but my heart was gone. My, my, my love had died out. My, my, all this stuff, I, I was preaching and just be like preaching. And everybody, that was a great message. I couldn't feel nothing. You don't hear me, though. And I had to stay steady and I had to stay steady because why? It's because if I wanted to get revived, I needed my heart back. Come on, somebody, because if I lose my heart... I lose my heart for the ministry. 
then my heart will pick up other things. See, when you lose your heart for the church and for the God, first of all, for Jesus, you lose your heart for Jesus and you start losing your heart for ministry, you, it, it shows. You start losing your heart for your, your, your spouse and your family, it shows. The Bible says we're epistles read by all men. That we could be easily read and we think we're not being read, you're being read. <laughs> Come on, somebody. So he says, create in me a pure heart what does he want to be formed and created him a pure heart because he knew amen that 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 that, that scheming adultery killing murdering spirit was on him that lying that 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 excuses all that stuff amen everybody else is wrong but not me he goes oh no i need to get my heart right and this is a king this is a king amen there's a king. He says, oh God, renew a steadfast spirit in me. This is the thing that he, see, he needs to renew his spirit because he picked up a wrong spirit. People pick up wrong spirit. You, you can pick up wicked spirits. You can be saved. You can be in the house of God and pick up something wrong. Have an evil spirit. The Bible says there's no longer a kindred spirit. No longer you have a you now you're giving off strange fire. And there's no longer a kindred spirit, there's no longer a connection, and that, that weird spirit is, is missing. You know, David got that weird spirit. This is the man after God's own heart picked up something weird. You have to watch who you're listening to, guys. Watch the input that comes into your life. Because it'll some some people believe once saved, always saved. If it's true, why do we need church? If you get saved one time and that's all you need, then why be at church? We should start churches in every corner. Praise the Lord. Amen. Go. Praise the Lord. Go. Pray. Go and sin some more. No. Pray and go sin no more. Got two people. Praise the Lord. Lord have mercy. Someone said weird spirits. Weird. 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 And then you get weird people. Weird people. They were pastor a day in their life and they want to tell a pastor what to do. Here we go, verse 11. It's getting good now, it's getting gooder. Here we go. David says, do not cast me from your presence, my God, or take your Holy Spirit from me. That's, that's, oh man. He's, he, come on somebody. He, he's saying something profound here. He, he, he says, he, he, he says these words, he says, he goes, man, no, come on, man. He says, don't, 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 don't pull out of this deal. Come on, now. Come on, don't pull out of this relationship. I know I did something dumb, but don't pull out of it. Come on, somebody. Don't run on me now. We got 10 kids. You want to leave me now? I gave you my, my 10s, my 20s, my 30s, my 40s, my 50s. Now you won't leave me now. Oh, you don't hear me, though. He, he's crying out to God. He said, God, come on, man. Lord, have mercy on me. Let me come down here if I can look at you guys closer. I love what it says. Very plain and very simple, the word of God. Do not cast me from your presence. Don't, 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 don't leave me now. And I believe a lot of times what happens is, is we forget our vows. When for good, for bad, for worse, death was part, all these crazy vows. And then when you're crazy, you write your own vows and you break your own vows. 
But I love the people that are diehards. Listen, listen to what I'm going to tell you right now. We made vows before God. We made a vow before the Lord. And we have to take it. We have, we have to take what he's dishing out to us. His word is telling us to get right. We need to get right. Come on. We, got, we, can't, we can't let our emotions take over. Even the disciples, the Bible says that, that they got hurt. Their feelings got hurt. Our feelings are going to get hurt. But you know what? It's to better us. The truth is going to hurt. Hello, somebody. Amen. I'm not fluffy. I'm fat. Hello, somebody. I, I got to lose weight. Hello. I'm working on it. The truth is the truth. You're ugly. You're ugly. I say, you're ugly. I might be fat, but you're ugly. That'll make you laugh. Amen. He says, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. He says, man, I, I don't want to lose this conviction that I feel, man. He's feeling a conviction, guys. He's feeling, man. I don't know about you, but I, I've, I've been convicted for the dumb thing that I've done. Anybody here? You know something like, oh, my God, why did I do that? Oh, man, why did I say that? Oh, my God, why did I treat her like that? What? Oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, my God. And, and then I'm like, Lord, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. No, no te vas, Holy Ghost, no te vas. Don't leave me, Casper. Don't leave me. Hello, somebody. And that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the thing I need you to understand is, is we can lose that conviction. We can lose a sincere heart. We can fall apart and live in self-righteousness and, and be, listen, be in position and still be stuck in weird. See, we're going into a whole new thing, a whole new adventure, guys, together. And we need to, we, I don't need, listen, we don't need good people. We need spiritual people. We need spiritual people. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good at what I do. No, no, I'm, I, no, no, that's good. There's a lot of good people on death row right now. There's a lot of good girls right now on death row right now. A lot of girls locked up right now for doing some crazy stuff. We need some spiritual people. There's spiritual people locked up too. That's a whole different sermon. But <laughs> that's afterwards. But the reality is we need to be spiritual people. We need to be sincere. Like, okay, Lord, I, I need you to fix me. I, I've done this stuff. Help me, Lord. I don't know about you, but I, I've, I've always cried to God, God, help me, Lord. I need the help. I don't know about you, but I need help. I always need help. And I'm not going to say, Lord, I don't need you. No, I need you. And I don't want you to take away all the stuff I worked hard for. Lord, help me, God. Man, I, uh, I, I've given my, I've given my teens, my, my late, you know, I, oh, no, I'm lying. I give my 20s, <laughs> my 20s to the Lord, my 30s, and now my 40s to the Lord. And, and I, I say, God, I'm giving it to you fully. I, I, don't, I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want it, my 40s, to go backwards. I was diehard in my 20s and my 30s. I don't want my 40s to be lax, slack. I don't want to get caught. Amen. Busted and disgusted. I don't want to lose everything that I worked hard for. Look, come on. Amen. Look, look at he says this. He says, restore to me. He didn't say nobody else. He didn't point out nobody. He, 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 he checked himself. He said, restore to me the joy of our salvation. Come on, somebody. I, go, I need to have the joy juice back. I need to be happy when I go to church, amen. When worship happens, I got my hands up, amen. I got a pep in my step. I'm excited to hear the word of God, amen. I'm excited to sit next to my wife with my kids. There's a joy. There's a joy. A celebration of who God is. Amen, a joy. 
Now let's go to church again. Come on, kids, get ready. We got to go to church. It's a sad thing if your kid asks, are we going to church today? Are we going to church today, Dad, Mom? Mommy, Dad? Look at it. It says, restore to me the joy of my salvation and grant me a willing spirit. See, he go back again with the spirit again. Come on, somebody. <clears throat> Three things he hits on the spirit, guys. He says something was wrong with the spirit. He says, don't take the spirit from me. And he says, give me a willing spirit. Amen. What does that mean to me? You know what it means to me? That he stopped willing to do things. It became a job. It became a problem. It became rough for him that he no longer was willing to do it. How many know when you don't willing to do your ministry, something's wrong with you? God, God was willing to save you. He was willing to die for you. He was willing to bring you out of the Maria clay. He was willing to restore your marriage. He was willing to restore your children. Your kids don't can look at you without throwing up. Oh, you don't hear me though. The reality, he says, grant me, grant me. He, he's asking, he's almost begging, man, grant me, man, grant me this. If anything, grant me this, please, grant me this. That I have a willing spirit. That I get rid of my jackbutt spirit. That donkey spirit. Like my pastor would say, that donkey, that stubborn, that stubborn, that stubborn spirit. You know who I'm talking to. You know who you are. You know who you are. Come on. You, you, you know. If you don't know, come and talk to me. I'll tell you. Why? Because I, cause stubbornness, no stubbornness. Hello, somebody. I was stubborn. And in my stubbornness, I lost a lot of good stuff. The first couple years of salvation, I, I, I was stubborn. I thought I, thought I, was, I, thought I, I thought I had it. It wasn't. I was stubborn. Thank God that I'm not 25 years later and still stubborn. Amen. Grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. Wow. What does he want the willing spirit for? He wants it so he can last the race. He can last the will of God. He can last the call of God. He can last in his marriage. He can, oh my God. He can last as a king. As a Babe, I need a willing spirit so that you can last me. Sustain me. To hold me. To keep me in play. To keep me strong. To keep me right. To come on. To, to sustain me, guys. I like over all the years and I, I, I've, I've cried out. I poured out my spirit. I poured out my, my soul before God. I, all my emotions. I've cried in boogers and mocos. I teared out. God help me I don't want I don't want to be like this Lord get away of this anger get rid of this get it out of me give me back my joy come on give me back my joy juice give me back that right spirit give me back a willing spirit wouldn't it be cool if everybody had a willing spirit like willing to show up on Thursdays and Sundays wow did I say that yeah I did huh not only when you not only when you feel like it, but when you're willing to. If everybody had that willing spirit, it would be easy to tithe. 
you can get quiet now. When you have that willing spirit, you're willing to take care of your wife like, like, it's, like it's nothing. You're willing to take care of your husband like it's nothing. You got that willing spirit. You're willing to do everything that it takes. So that's what David was saying. He said, Lord, I'm, I, give me that spirit that I'm willing to get things right. I don't want to start getting things right and they end up back again where I'm at. See, the reality of this morning, church, and this is a straight reality, we need to get back to being spiritual like never before. Now, not that weird spirit, that weird, that, ooh, that, that, that kind of spirit, that mystical spirit is where you go overboard. Oh, here, let me tell you, let me give you an example. Some people get, think, think it's spiritual and they go overboard. And then the next day they're back all jacked up again. Take us, take us, take us drive. From glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. Look at We're not a cult. So I'm not going to keep you, don't go to the movies and don't watch TV and, and don't do it. No, 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 no. Just watch what you're looking at. Watch what you're seeing. Watch what you're doing. Put the spirit in it. Amen. The, the, the thing that I, I want you to know this morning is we need to really Evaluate ourselves today. I want you to stand with me this morning, church. Evaluate yourself this morning. The prophet is before you this morning. He brought out the word this morning. David's first reaction wasn't to make an excuse, wasn't to go to the restroom, wasn't to say, I'll be back right now. It wasn't none of that stuff. His first reaction was to do what? Fall on his face and cry out to God. His first reaction to what he heard was to fix. It was Thomas say to fix it. His first reaction, church, was have mercy on me, oh God. That was, was his reaction. So I challenge you this morning. Every head bowed, every eye closed this morning. What's your reaction this morning? To be offended, to be hurt, or to say, you know what, I need this. I, I need to I need to become spiritual, man. I've lacked in some areas. I, I, I've allowed my transgressions, my iniquities, the, the, all these. I, I, I easily get caught up. I, some just get caught up inside of me. This is stuff that I, I mean, I just need to be cleansed. I need to get some things right. I need to purify my heart. I need to, I need to get steadfast again. I need to get back. I don't want to lose the spirit that God's given me. I need to get back that willing spirit. I need to get back that joy. I need to get back that excitement. I don't want to lose everything. I want God to give me a fresh start a fresh outlook a fresh hunger a fresh passion if that's you this morning I want you to come come now come now this is your time this is your time to go into a new adventure with a new outlook a new spirit a willing spirit a willing spirit hallelujah hallelujah a willing spirit 